Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy, Lacking His Shevitz, Zach Elias. What's up, Zach? I have lacked my Shevitz. We didn't do Shevitz this year. We just sort of drank regular wine. And we did a say of makeshift, say like express Seder. And, uh, you know, Zoe read the four questions in English, but she she got through it. Remember you and I said we were going to do many Shevitz? You have your Shevitz? Because I don't. I've got beer. Maybe I do have it. That's a no. Um, (laughs) And then someone says maybe to anything, it's a no. Evite rules apply. You put maybe, you're not coming. I stopped off at the store to get Shevitz for my sister. They're all out of it. So I ended up getting some cheap knockoff brand that was so cheap. I had to buy two bottles because you can't show up with like one bottle of four ninety nine wine. Watch me. To your sister, you can show up with nothing. She's happy you're there. Pretty much. Booze your daddy every Tuesday, except April yes. Fool's because people get busy. So we're doing this one Thursday, but episodes come out on Saturday. Make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing. Come watch us on Facebook every Tuesday, 830 we're having fun. Do the I thing. I tell you with extreme certainty, I was not getting busy on Tuesday. <laughs> you did say your your daughter is out of town for a little bit. I assume. She is out of town for the night. And boy, yeah. is my arms tired. It sure is. Arms? <laughs> it was a, it was a fl- just flew in here from wherever. Yeah, I, I got you. Oh, there's baseball on. That That's good enough for me. All right, not Zach. baseball because that's. Well, you have trivia for us by the end, but I have a quick trivia question for you. Did you hear this past week that a Johnson & Johnson factory destroyed like millions yeah. of vaccines? Do you know where that factory is located? I do. And I was going to text you because it's in Baltimore because <laughs> that's just how they do. But then I had something else. Life got in the way and I didn't. But yeah, that's that still sounds on brand. That's why I'm wearing my genius shirt here. It says genius blonde with the Maryland flag. It, it's just one of those when you hear that, you're like, oh, who are they hiring? I'm wearing my support day baseball. Whatever. There's no lights at Wrigley on the back. One of those guys selling t-shirts outside of Wrigley. It was great. Yeah. Well, Zach, we got to cheers opening day. But before we get I to that- like day baseball. I, I, what are you drinking? I, in honor of opening day, I looked far and wide. I went to two stores, which is far and wide for me. Two stores? Um, that's usually two more than you normally go to. Absolutely. I tried to find something baseball related or Americana. I looked for old style, the Cubs beer. So I also looked for Schaefer. They don't make anymore. Those little Dodger beer, which the slogan was the beer drink when you're having more than one. Then I looked at this other Rheingold. They don't have that. They still make that every now and then. Mets old beer. Gunther. You know, Gunther, they sponsored the Orioles like forever. That's the guy from Friends at the the coffee shop. Yeah, he has a beer, like Valentine or Schlitz. So I couldn't find any of those. So I got on a Bell's Amber Ale. I like the bird on it. So nothing to do with baseball, but it felt American-y. Bell's is actually one of my favorite beers. The brewery is located. Yeah, they make an Oberon. That's great. It's up in Kalamazoo, Michigan, where I used to do a hockey tournament every year. I have to tell you a story from that I tournament. I there one night. No, it actually is a decent place. We, I have a story. Maybe we'll do it next week, a good uh, strip club story. Kalamazoo, absolutely fantastic. Are going to just swap strip club stories? That's where this is going? I I've think we should probably do that. Zach, I have a beer here that I picked out special for this show. It is called Neon Lights Hazy IPA. It is by the Omegang Brewery. Do you know where Omegang is located? Cooperstown, New York. I've been Cooper. to the brewery. Very good. We've I think we've been over that before. But this Neon Lights I also have for a different reason. Let's go ahead and crack these beers. By the way, happy opening day. Happy open, what opening day. Your team was raining rain. My team was raining droplets. Release the um, Kraken. Release. Cheers. First place still, the Orioles are. But the reason I wanted to, before we get into baseball, welcome everybody who's watching live on Facebook. My mother, my aunt, love the support. My mom and your client said she was going to tune in or figure it out. 
she has it. I think she needs that guy from the commercials. Like, how do I open a PDF? Whoa. Like the guy who helps you not become your parents. She's struggling with, with, the, with the Facebook. She's great. I I, I love me some I'm Betsy. Gonna call, I'm going to call Zuckerberg or uh, General Sandberg. Do you get him on the phone? It, very rarely is there like an amazing show that just completely makes it over my head. I had somebody the other day recommend a show to me and I was like, oh, I've never heard of it. I went online. I said, let me sit down and watch this. It is from 2015 on Amazon. I'm either really late or really early. Everybody I've told about this show goes that a few times. <laughs> How did I not know about this? It is called Red Oaks. Have you heard of it? No. You are so welcome right now. This show I started. Yes- it down. How many times do I ever tell you to stop doing what you're doing and watch whatever show I'm saying? Ready? Really, but they've all been fire. Ready? It yeah. is a 1985's New Jersey Jewish country club. Where it basically, what do I need to watch it? Zach, it's Days to Confuse meets Wet Hot American Summer. You're welcome. Richard Kind is fantastic. Good in this. And everything. You, you have to get Richard Kind. I used to see him at the other side. He looks as schlubby in real life as he does on TV. But the music they have in it reminds me very much kind of of the neon. I mean, they really just go all out. But the other thing that's just oh, wait, absolutely. It's Caddyshack. Oh. Yes, it's exactly what it is. It's exactly. Oh, they... I missed a movie based on. Like, it's not a movie. It's a, it's a show movie. based on like, essentially, that's similar to my favorite movie. I'm watching it. You got Zach, me. The people I've told about this, watch the trailer and go, I'm in. How did I not hear of this? Like, I got to and... finish up my Kim's Convenience because oh, Eric horrible. told me. It's fine. Horrible. It's cute. No, it's not bad. But oh. I'm not finishing all 60. I'll, I'll finish this season and then I'll get to your red oaks i'm into it zach watch one episode tonight i promise you you will stop that i actually just finished right. the like there's a freaky friday episode in there it has jennifer gray yeah you're from- taking with me where i itch i'm, I'm into it <laughs> <laughs> so honestly of anybody in the history of movies name a bigger difference in the ways they look than jennifer gray dirty dancing to present day not the same person mickey rourke Pope of Greenwich Village to whatever. <laughs> Mickey Rourke, you can still see the eyes. You can still kind of see. He also kind of lost it. Ish. She's unrecognizable. Like, I see this and I'm like, does anybody put baby in the corner? Because that's not the same person. Yeah, she looks very different. She shouldn't yeah. have lost the schnoz. That was the whole appeal. And just like okay. Babs kept it. And I so kept it. I've already tickled your itch. Just any of my other friends that I've tried to get to watch this, I always say, oh, by the way, boobies. Now we're not. Jenna, we're watching Red Oak boobies. All right, Zachy. Opening day. Everything in the eighties had to have at least thirty seconds of needless nudity. Like every eighties movie had like a, a shower scene or some naked scene, or they just get undressed for the fun of it. Yeah, uh, Samantha says she watched it and loved it. Thanks for not telling me about this. You know. Oh, Alvin's watching. It's my stepfather. I guess my mom, too. Yes, they are Zoe's headphones I'm wearing. They're from the Frozen collection. They're good. So they are on. They figured out the Facebook. Love it. Shout out to them. So Orioles still undefeated. Yankees on pace for 162 losses. You're really into this Orioles undefeated thing. You mentioned like eight times, like half the show. <laughs> it's like 12th show has been for eight minutes. I've said it twice. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what happened? Who caught COVID on the Mets? Nobody. Lindor already? If he does, he should give back each game check. He should. But no, the whole Nats have it. They got sloppy. They shipped the forfeit. When you're in Little League and the team catches the flu, you forfeit. They should have, the Nats should have to also. I, I'm actually all in favor of that. Then maybe they wouldn't be so licking subway poles as you do. My two nickel back, bit. Nickel bit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, back. How was your holiday weekend? Was there anything significant that happened? Because I have stories. I mean, my holiday weekend was Zoe's birthday extravaganza with a little bit of Passover. It like went all. It went forever. It, car dealerships had sales for her birthday. It's a whole thing. It's is that where you got that balloon uh, horse that she was sitting on? What? Oh no, we've had that. We just had balloon horses. We all sit on. 
My the, nickname uh, is Boostick. It's just, you know, so we didn't do much for Passover. We only have one kid, so she's going to find the Afi Coleman. It's not a big to-do. Well, how is your steak in Jimenez oil? Has it increased at all? or I offered her Jimenez oil when she found it, and she goes, I'm not going to waste my money on some stupid oil. So- that was exactly what her quote was. <laughs> She's into electric. Do you have to switch it to the Volkswagen or whatever? You heard about that, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, Volkswagen. People thought they went too far. Means they went perfectly far. Fantastic. Good for them. You know, I mean, joking about the nickel bit that I do of the licking subway poles. We're like, I do say that to enough different people. The Jimenez oil is the definition of a nickel bit. It's been nickel bit. It's been tortured for the since forever. My uncle Torquemada over there. Um, (laughs) Oh, brutal Jimenez oil. So, Zach, I went down to see my family this past weekend. And Did you go down I, for your bubby's meat? I had to get my bubby some batteries, which turned into quite the debacle, where I picked up some uh, the batteries for her from the dollar store, where then I got Skittles for both of the kids. My niece eats both boxes of Skittles, one for her, one for her brother. And when, the battery, just down the hatch. When asked why she did it, she replies, because I can. That's awesome. Good for her. Older oh. child knows the rules. The whole weekend, everything that came out of my my niece's mouth was in the tone of na 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 na, where she was just picking on my nephew nonstop, and everything that my nephew said in response was, ah, and it's not fair that she did for thirty six hours. Yeah, I would have just left. I'm gonna get more skittles and just just got in the car and peeled out. That's it. Dude, it was brutal. We were heading back to New Jersey. She's a spoiled Jewess. That's going to be until she's 50. Oh, it's and it comes back again when you turn 70. So it gets cute again. On our way back, get invited to another Seder, a super spreader Seder event in Jersey. So one of my good friends. There's nothing sexy about that, a super spreader or Seder in Jersey. <laughs> One of my good friends, I'm very close with the most of his family, so we stop off there. There's not a whole lot to report. I mean, it was the food was great. I was so happy to get there. Three things happened that are worth repeating. One, one of the little kids had like a fake syringe and like, you know, a plastic one like you would play doctor with and yeah. went around and gave people fake vaccines at the Seder table, which was like, oh, this is, this is where we're going with this. The other one is my one buddy's son. He's not giving you heroin. Like, it could be worse. <laughs> I need that rock. Yeah, between the toes. My buddy has a six-year-old son who's like the best kid ever. I'll put him against anybody. He watches a lot of football on YouTube. Put him against anybody, like an NCAA bracket of kids? Of kids, absolutely. Logan's the number one. He's the Duke. Logan is Duke. He's the Duke? Duke. Absolutely. He is the the most polite, well-mannered kid you'll ever meet in your life. He burned me so goddamn hard that I had nothing left to say because he loves football. He loves sports. We're talking like his team before they were cool. He obviously He's a Giants fan. He's a big Jaguars fan, which buy that stock right now. Who cares? He likes them. So I turned to him and I'm like, hey, Logan, what are your thoughts on the Ravens? He goes, I hate the Ravens. I said, Logan, you know, Lamar Jackson's one of the best quarterbacks coming. He looks at me and goes, I prefer quarterbacks that can throw, not just run. (laughs) You're calling him Duke. He's like UNLV from the day. Uh, this this kid is the best. He is absolutely great. But Zach, the highlight of this night was when the kids went to go draw and do whatever. One of my my buddy's niece, who is adorable, she drew a picture of a giraffe that I had to take a picture of. And maybe I'll post the picture without posting her face. For people watching this, and this is why you should watch these live episodes, Zach, here is a picture of her giraffe. What would you describe that giraffe as without any hesitation? 
A lovely giraffe at the zoo. That is a penis and testicles. Yeah, it's a fuzzy one. <laughs> she has little hair. We, uh, the and best the hair is in a unique spot. Like we're gonna- <laughs> she was so happy with this picture. It was great. It was she, you got to save it. Her oh. parents have got to save that. Oh, so, I took a picture right away. She was like, the signing board. Oh my god, it was it was it was really that's really incredible. Good. Last time we said we would talk a little bit about NFTs. I, yeah. I think I am taking the pro side and you're taking the anti side on this. Well, I'm taking the anti side because I'm 40 and that gives you pro because you're under 40. But All right. are you actually pro or are you just like humoring this? I'm pro, but not in buying or investing yet. So I'm pro. So you're, to- pro, you're pro NFT fundamentally. You believe that it's that it's real. Yeah. So explain to the people listening what an NFT is. It's I can guarantee it stands for not for touching. <laughs> it's non-fungible token, which means it's bullshit. All right. It or that someone, the cool kids call a nifty, just so you know. No, they don't. Yes, they do. The but go on. Do, but they're not cool kids. Trust me. Cool kids play baseball. So um, ex- explain this to my mother who has no idea what cryptocurrency is, but just explain to her what an NFT is. Cryptocurrency is real because you can spend it. You can buy people with cryptocurrency. That's about all you can buy with it. <laughs> people, drugs, and, and guns. But you can buy those three commodities with, with cryptocurrency. I have some cryptocurrency, as does my mother, who's tuned into this. We've actually done okay with it. NFT is somebody doodles something on their computer. It's this big. They you, you buy it. It goes into your phone, and then no one ever sees it again. How is that real? A Van Gogh, you can, you can hang on your wall. A Basquiat just sold for $40 million. It's huge. It can go on your wall. You can touch it. You can play with it if you want to touch the art. Beeple or Beeple, some guy made a thing this big that no one's ever going to see that sold for $60 million. Now, you take the pro side. All right. A so, baseball card has, has bullshit value, but at least I could hold it, look at it, and throw it in the spoke. So basically where we're going with this now, did you read or did you I see the movie? Get off my lawn. Did you see Ready Player One? Mm-hmm. You get, when it comes to the Oculus and living inside of a virtual world, as far away as that actually kind of seems, you know that we are all on this virtual world that is our cell phones three hours a day anyways, right now. More, but sure. More. Okay, fair enough. What they are saying is within 10 to 20 years, we will be having a phone where we are completely using it as a Oculus virtual system, whatever, and you and I can hang out in my virtual home doing X, no, Y, and Z. I'm not going to your virtual home. You come to me and bring something nice. <laughs> I'll bring it an NFT, okay? Yeah. The way that these NFTs are, call them online art, is going to be is when I come to hang out at your house or your home, because I'll come to you, you will have art on the wall. The same way with my nephew this past weekend, the new thing these days is Minecraft and Roblox, which I don't know if you know what those are, but it's Sims. My daughter plays both of them. Right. Roblox. So you know what they are. Minecraft is different because it kills two hours that I can just sit on the couch and do whatever because she said they're doing her thing. So it's great um, for her, but at the same time, these kids build houses for themselves and then essentially they have to decorate them. So I know comedians that are selling their tweets. So if you want to put their original tweet up at your comedy club, it's really going to be the thing of the future, how you decorate your online world. 
but it's also it isn't non-fungible because I said you know, I don't want to hang it. They go, oh, you put a replica on your wall. Well, if, so you can make a replica that it is fungible. If it's truly non-fungible, then it lives in your phone and nobody can see it. If you're putting replicas up, then it's just replica. But it's then, not- but they're not okay. This okay. So here, then the second argument is, well, how do I know that's the real thing and not the fake? Zach, how do you know that the a Mona Lisa is the real thing and not the fake? You don't, but you can look at it. Okay, you can look at NFTs in a virtual world. In a virtual world. Yeah, and I'm a material girl. Like it's not happening so fast. Um, but it's but it's going to happen. Like this is one of those things where look now, baseball cards. They made hundreds of Babe Ruth rookie cards. Guess what, asshole? If you have one right now, you're made right. in the shade. There's scarcity. I get that. There's only one of these, but there's only one of it because what if he makes more? What makes it? But there were more. But no, if he makes more, there's only one original of whatever it is. Again, they made millions or not millions, probably thousands of different things back in the day. Are they even cool? Are they pretty to look at? Or are you literally just buying the concept that it's unique? The concept that you're buying originality and uniqueness, which is what art is. Go look at it. But it's not. Because if I look at a Botticelli on the wall, I can say, hey, that's a pretty picture. I don't mind looking at that. I'm never going to look at this NFT until I get to your virtual Roblox world. Roblox sucks, by the way. But it's years from now, if at all, it's going to live in my phone or in a vault. It it loses its intrinsic value. It loses its, its... visibility right but stare at this thing all day hey guys i got something does this have any value what if you lose your phone it will that's happened with crypto and different things but the same way you wish you bought bitcoin when it was a penny or two pennies it's literally the same thing bitcoin didn't happen overnight man no but it's actual value you can buy things with it not buying anything as of like three years ago two years ago even bitcoin's been around a lot longer a lot longer people were trading it who's the guy it went viral where he's like he traded 10 bitcoin for two pizzas or something like that yeah well, yeah, yeah. Like that. that didn't go so well. It didn't go so well, but well, well for the pizza guy, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get where it came from. Why, it, like Pete Alonso of, of of the Mets made NFT to help the minor league players who aren't getting paid. Now that's very altruistic and that's very nice. I don't go to Pete Alonso when I want my art. I don't go, oh, do I want to buy a Jackson Pollock or a Pete Alonso original? Let's go with the Alonso. It has no value. It's Pete Alonso. Go hit your. I don't want to say shut and dribble, but go hit your home runs and let's call it a day. But at the same time, I sneezed into a napkin the other day. It looked like a Jackson Pollock. Like, yeah, that's NFT. You, you take a picture of it. You can. And and someone's going to buy that for $60 million? No, but they might buy it for like one Ethereum or whatever they're using right now. And then that would become – It's $1,000 in Ethereum. Uh, more than that. More. But the point is – it could be worse. And that's all this is. All I'm saying is I am like not a get off if my lawn. Green head ball should be the king. It's just, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the craze. I don't get dropping huge money on it. It's like Bitcoin didn't happen overnight. This is happening overnight. It is. It's been a big pop. Again, watch ready player one and think to yourself, how, how far away are we from that? And the answer is not that far. Simple I as that. I really hope so. That movie was pretty mediocre. Right. Do you think right? Because it was fantastic to you, or I heard the book was really good. One of my buddies, yeah, he said, like literally best book he's ever. Because the thing, the problem that happened with that movie is the book. You can write this avatar was Mickey Mouse. This avatar was Homer Simpson. The movie, you got to get rights to that, and they're not doing all the rights that you could. So it kind of they had to dull down a lot of the caricatures that they use in the movie. That's what I heard. I watched the movie. I just didn't care. It was two and a half hours. I wish it was like forty minutes. April 1st, it is April it is. Fool's joke. It is April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. On a scale of 0 to 10, 0 is you despise April Fool's jokes, and 10 is, oh my god, I wish I was doing one right now. Thoughts? Five, and I'll tell you why. Here's why I think it's it's okay. I like pranks. 
I like humor. I like physical comedy. I have no problem with the concept of pranking. I, I don't feel the best revenge is living well. The best revenge is revenge. Uh, you know, in general, my problem with April Fool's Day is the day itself takes away the element of surprise. It should be done on like September 9th. And then you yell April Fool's. Then that's a prank. Um, <laughs> that guy's caught with his pants down. April Fools, you know it's coming. They, they give you the out. It's just, they give you a, car, a little, you know, daily carte blanche. I don't love that, but fundamentally, no problem with pranks. Caught with his pa- pants down. What a segue, Zach. Yeah. I am so disappointed. Last night, as we were on a group text with our friend Eric. Right, hold on. What do you think about April Fools? You you asked the question. Negative, <laughs> negative. I I think it's the most ridiculous thing ever. My first patient today said I almost texted you like at nine fifty nine because I started ten, and he was like I almost texted you and say I wasn't coming because I may I am thinking like that wouldn't have been funny. I've been really pissed off. Should have billed them anyway. That would have been my response text is should I bill your credit card or send you a Venmo request? Like it is. We were on a group text last night and I know you were asleep or bored or whatever. And we're going back and forth with the Lindor oh, signing out at like 10 o'clock at night and then woke up at 1230, not tired. It was awful. Did you ever click the link that I, did I send you the link of the, what I got yesterday, last night? No. Okay. So I thought we were talking about was April the Lindor Fools thing and then I click it and see that hung guy. So I got a text last night from a friend. Now I am like, I think I'm the glue of a lot of different friendships. I have a lot of good friends and some of them aren't so close. And you know, is, maniac. I try to be friends with people. I'm insecure. Yeah, okay. Right, right. Leave me alone. I, one of the guys I keep in touch with that I know some of my other friends don't sends out a group text, a kid in our fraternity, 35 years old, seventh grade math teacher arrested by Montgomery County police department for child pornography. Last Montgomery, night. Alabama. Montgomery. Moco, baby. We're talking about Maryland, DC. I got this, and the first thing I said was Moco? That's a thing. That's a thing. Julia will confirm that. I'm sure it is. That's awful. Would Julia also confirm she hated she hated Ready Player One? We did a triple date for that. It was me, Timmy, and her, and I held the popcorn. It was a great night. I'm sure it was. (laughs) So the first thing that I said to my buddy was, Is this real or is this an April Fool's thing? And he's like, I wish it was fake. So naturally, now I have to click it, and it is 100% real. A kid in my fraternity who, like, you know, he was a really good kid. I haven't spoken with him in a long time. We had 100 people in our fraternity in our four years. I would just say I never would have thought he would do something like this. But at the same time, if you said make a list of 10 people, that he probably makes my list of 10. You know what I mean? He went full Matt Gates, huh? Yeah, apparently. So now I want to defend him because you don't know what happens. It was just, it wasn't, you know, the Scott Hansen, I brought wine coolers. It was a, he was trading pics or videos or something. And when they arrested him, he had stuff on his phone. It could have been, it could have been a girl. Of course not. I mean, you're, you have a father, you have a seven-year-old. It could have been a girl who was 17 and 11 months for all we know. He'll get his day in court. He'll also get his day in jail, unfortunately. Yeah. Dude, it is such a horrible story where, like, he has a wife, he has a two month old daughter. It is horrible. The oh. worst, oh, the worst part. I'm not saying he's not. It's one of those he's things where I want to defend him because, like, I like the kid, but it's a really no. bad story. The worst part of this story, at least last night, where I, we, me and my buddy, start reading the comments. People are Roasting. so goddamn selfish roasting him and trolling each other in the process going back and forth with wait my oh thank god our kids are still learning from home i almost sent them to that middle school this year or wait i think i've seen him around town and i think and then they're going back everybody is so goddamn selfish about oh that could have been my kid it's like not really that's not how that works but the thing where my friends then start roasting me and go does it make you sad to know that he's already been retweeted more time than you and your podcast will ever? And I was oh. like, 
actually, roast, that that was that great. I roast someone. I was like, that's really funny. So he is the number one tep from the University of Maryland. And then before I could type that out, I went, wait a minute, he's the number two because your boy Larry David tep Maryland. Meaning, a friend of my dad's was in the same fraternity as him at the same time. He said he was nuts. So that's my fraternity, right? Which means, oh. at best, I'm going for the bronze medal at this point. Best. Uh, so it's Larry David, some diddler, and then you. He's not a diddler. He was diddling. How do you know if he's a diddler? I don't know. It's just really, really bad, man. He's a diddler. Uh-huh. At least he's an aspiring diddler. Got caught beforehand. The highlights of this text were I I had to I called Julia in tears. I was laughing so hard. Was the different friends that were eat texting me back going wait a minute he's in jail and that other fuck still hasn't been arrested for like because we have some other people that you're like oh i not to mention my one buddy i text him and he responds he says he tells his wife and without missing a beat she was like he said hey guess somebody in our fraternity got arrested and without missing a beat she names a name she's like oh it was tom right and he goes no no it wasn't tom she's like oh sorry just kidding who was it like people when they just heard it was somebody were already like oh it's definitely this person right you're like no why don't you wait and hear how the story plays out i mean if you ask me at my house i've got like six people that i would just name rattle off who should be arrested (laughs) or who i would assume if they would be arrested today at 40 who still probably would get arrested dude i heard this i will just say it shook me like most of the day i was like wow that really really sucks really it's just one of those not good not not good tom niche kid not good all right zachy are we on to trivia you're making me segue from a child diddler to baseball trivia that's what's happening here shit okay let's do trivia i'm totally flustered and rattled now but let's dance all right making the smooth transition Talking about a sweet stroke here, this guy was able to stroke 60 home runs to, you know. Something like that. So it is opening day, even though the two best teams in the league, the, the Mets and the O's, are not playing today. Uh, so if you're going to do opening day trivia, just general opening day trivia. Oh, my God. I will I will put money right now. The Orioles have, like, one of the best opening, ra- opening day records to rest of season of anybody ever. Should we start with question five? We'll get to that. <laughs> All right, Oral Roberts. That was I'm not. I'm keeping this PG-13. I'm not using oral or anything like that. So anyway, what team traditionally played the first baseball game of every season? They don't anymore. Oh, I think they, they used to kick off the season at like noon every year. I thought it was the shirt, your Cubs. I thought it was, but I could be wrong. It is, it is not. Try again. Is it AL or NL? NL. Dodgers. Cincinnati Reds. The first baseball team used to play the first game. Balls. Balls is right. Who was the only pitcher? To throw a no hitter on opening day, I thought you get the first one. This is this could be this could be a full uh, Allison. I'm gonna. <laughs> do I get a team? No, I don't know. A year, 1940. I can't name a 1940 pitcher. None. Is it a Yankee? No, it I is, don't know. It's Bob Feller. Oh my God, Zach. All right, all right, all right. What team has the most opening day wins? The Mets. The Mets have been around that long. <laughs> okay. Stop uh, don't get flustered. Get rattled here. Uh, White Sox. Damn it. Yankees, Tigers, 1969, the Cubs. I should have said that for my first one. 1969. Oh, God, here we go. This one you might not get, but it made me happy. Who was the – actually, what pitcher has started the most opening day games? Are they still pitching? No. Are they in my lifetime? The t- very tail end with anyone you, you were born, but no. The tail end of my lifetime? Happy. Maybe. Is, no. it a, is it a Met? Yes. What's, what's uh, Tom Seaver? That's the one. Oh, I got one. Yeah. There you go. 16 opening day starts, 14 straight. That's amazing. I was looking the Mets and nobody else. Yeah, back and now the, now the coup de grace. Plus or minus 10 out of 120 years. 
of Orioles glorious baseball. How many opening day wins do the Orioles have? Oh, I would say like in the last 50 years, 49. But in overall, plus yeah. or minus 10, 100 and how many years? Buck 20. Mm, let's go Let's go 80. I really think they do well on opening day. Plus or minus 10, you got it. It is 70. Yes! 70, I'm so smart. And one. A tie? They had a tie. I didn't look up the year for the tie. Sister, they had a tie sister. on opening day. Oh, horrible. There it is. Wow. Good. 70 and 49 and one. That's amazing. I thought they were going to be awful. I would actually say like, if you wanted to do their record from like their whatever the second game is of the season, 120 years, it's like two, one, seventeen, and one. Like it, they're horrible. Got another tie, this title a year. <laughs> I'm just assuming all those years they are they are like the ultimate win the first game of the season. But when you say like the record thing, I always loved like you know when we had like a slugger, you know, when Chris Davis was a thing and he would hit a home run. I would say Chris Davis on pace for 162 home runs. You want to hear some real? So I have to explain That's to my. Tribute. I get excited for baseball, so a lot of times I'm like trying to explain to my patients about baseball. They always say, "Oh, who do you like?" And I tell them the Orioles, and they say, "How are the Orioles?" So then I have to explain to them the Orioles payroll. You want something? You want something fun, Zach? A top team right now in baseball, I think, is the Dodgers. They're paying like one ninety something. Okay. What is the Orioles payroll this season? Two thousand twenty-one. This season. This season. 74. 45. Get the hell out of here. And how much of, and sorry, how much of that is the active roster? Oh, God. I can't, I looked at $14 million is active roster. 21 is the money. 21 is Chris Davis, and 10 million is some, some other asshole. I saw this, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. For, they have $14 million. $14 million they're rolling with. And Lindor's making how much per year? A lot. A lot. Like 40. He's making more than the team by triple. I looked this up. I was like, that those numbers can't be. And the worst part, they were like three from the bottom. There was teams below them. Who's below them? The Pirates and... I think it was like the Pirates and like the Royals or something. It was really bad. It was really, really bad. I still can't name. I, I did a fantasy draft last night. I don't think an Oriole was drafted. You know, absolutely. Mancini gets drafted, as does... Not in this league. Mancini gets drafted. Pick him up. Mancini's worth picking up. And they have a, another guy who's a sleeper in the outfield. I'm like, not Hayes, but there's another. Uh, Mountcastle. 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 I'll check him out. Maybe he got taken. Um, and then the, the, the closer sometimes, too. But as Samanda said, O-R-I-O-L-E-S, Orioles magic, feel it happen. If you only knew, Zach. If you only knew. <laughs> what, how awful it is? No, I'm how a Net and Jet fan. It's awful. And a Knicks fan to boot. Knicks for the playoffs. Easy. You see, Knicks, the Knicks took out the Milwaukee Bucks the other night and then lost to the worst team. Yeah, that's what the Knicks do. You at least have Super Bowls, plural. I don't get that. Plural. Plural. Yeah, I don't get Super Bowls. I don't. I mean, I know you traded all for an O's like playoff appearance. 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 But nevertheless, it's not easy. Mets have, in my lifetime, they're they're one and two or one and three, one and two, three times. They they lost to the Yanks and and that shit show to the Royals. And they were the best team in baseball in two thousand. And then Benitez. You know, shat the bed. All right. Benita's former Oriole. How do you do for you guys? He was good. He was the one. Yeah, he was okay. Booze Your Daddy, live every Tuesday, Facebook, 8.30. Make sure you download the episode, Spotify, iTunes. Was he? Yeah, he was on the bump for Jeffrey Mayer. Son of a bitch. Thanks for listening to another episode. Daddy loves you. you. I love you too. We out. Happy opening day. We out.